Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Ask Pat. This is episode 134. Thank you so much for joining me today. Before we get to today's question from Sammy, I do want to mention and thank today's sponsor, FreshBooks, FreshBooks.com. If you go to GetFreshBooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How'd You Hear About Us section, you can get a free trial. You could try it for free. And I swear, once you use this, if you aren't using it already, it's going to help you so much with organizing your books, with keeping all of your accounting stuff organized, and also helping you with invoicing and getting paid paid faster from your clients. Again, you could try it right now for free. Just go to GetFreshBooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How'd You Hear About Us section for a free trial. Now let's get to today's question from Sammy. Hi, Pat. Uh, my name's Sammy from London, UK. I really enjoy listening to your podcasts. Uh, my question is, how do you go about naming your products or websites? What process do you use that is if you have a process in place? Uh, for example, do you do a brainstorming session, then narrow down to available domain names and social media handles, or do you do something entirely different? Thank you. Sammy, thank you so much for your question. Choosing a name could be one of the hardest things to do, and it's funny because I'm in a number of different mastermind groups, and sometimes somebody in the mastermind group will say, well, what, you know, I'm creating this ebook or I'm creating this product or I have this new website and I need ideas for a name. And we always spend like 15 minutes just brainstorming, and it's one of the hardest things to do. So if a name is not coming to you right away, don't worry because it happens to all of us and it's hard when you know you're on a call and there's pressure and you just don't want to sound like you have stupid ideas or something like that so that's why i recommend not i mean even in our mastermind groups now we know not to even try to figure out names we're like oh okay trying to figure out a name let's move on because we're not going to get it right now the best thing you could do is to take time on your own or maybe with another group of people but have everybody individually sort of mind map brainstorm like you were saying just There are no stupid ideas. Just write as many different things as you can related to that product or website or idea that you have. Write them all down and don't try to edit them. Don't erase them if they seem stupid. They shouldn't even seem stupid because you're not thinking thinking like that right now. You are just sort of spewing whatever you can onto this piece of paper or you can use a tool like mind uh, a mind mapping tool like i use mindmeister i think there's also another one called mindjet and you can use those to sort of you know organize a little bit it's not really organizing but it's sort of just being able to see what's in your brain and then you'll be able to organize them by dragging and dropping which is really helpful um, especially when you're creating outlines for things but with brainstorming names it could also be good but just write down as many as you can and, uh, you know, you want to start to sort of check them off after after you're done, after you've got maybe 50, perhaps. Uh, just check off the ones that you know aren't going to work for whatever reason. There's a lot of tests you can use. You know, is it, is it brandable? Um, is there a trademark for it? Um, is it easy to spell? Is it easy to say? Is it easy to remember? I like personally not to use numbers. I don't like to have words that there are different spellings for it, like there, like there, T-H-E-I-R, T-H-E-I-R. E-R-E or T-H-E-Y-R-E. There's like no way to know if you're just listening which one it is. Um, there are, of course, exceptions to the numbers rule and, and that sort of rule. Um, but, you know, you got to be careful. Creativity is, is good, but it can also ruin you, right? If I were to, if I had a fishing site and I said real fishing, like what is it R-E-A-L or is it R-E-E-L? You know, it's creative, but it can also get people to land on the wrong site. So you got to think about those things too. Um, 
books it's a little bit different you can you can be a little bit more creative but you got to remember people are typing in titles of books into amazon and, and google so you got to keep that in mind as well um i would take my sort of top 10 list and and survey my audience with them see which ones that resonate with them the most there are people out there like tim ferris who have talked about using book titles in advertisements and seeing which ones get the best click-through rate and i think that's a smart thing to do if you have the budget for that i've done that myself with subtitles for books however you got to understand that that's just one benchmark you know whatever the one that everybody else clicks on you know that's a good sign that that's a potential but don't make that be the one there are a lot of other tests you can use talk to people who you talk with all the time in terms of online business you know if you have a mastermind group bring some options to the table and get get their honest opinion on what they think talk to some specific people in your audience who you know are sort of power audience members and give them a little bit of, of insight on what you're up to and have them tell you what what their thoughts are. I think they would actually appreciate that and become even more of a super fan and be really excited when you come out with this, whatever it is that you're coming out with. Um, you know, there's all obviously different things for, for books. For example, books you have, you, there's like different structures of what is a good book name. There's the idea of having sort of some catchy creative title and then a colon and then sort of what the benefit is for the end user, which I think is really important. You'll notice this with a lot of business books, for example. Made to Stick is one of my all-time favorite books, but the that's the title of it, Made to Stick. But the subtitle is Why Some Ideas Survive and Others Die. It's a very catchy but also informative title, right? So I know what I'm going to get into when I read it. So that that's for a book. For a website, of course, you have to do other things like not only help people understand. You know, the the name of a website is interesting. You know, you could do something like I did, which is smart passive income, which is, you know, people are sort of going to get an idea of what the site's about before they get there. But that doesn't mean that it always has to be that case. I mean, think of fizzle.co. You know, what is that? Well, I don't know. But you go to the site and you find out right away viperchill.com it's another site where it's just a very brandable thing that once you get to know it you can't get it out of your head but what is it before you get there you don't know so those are things to think about you also have to think about like you said is that domain available and if it's not available at the dot com and it is available on the other ones do you get it again that's up to you but there are successful blogs out there big blogs out there that live on the dot net and not the dot com problogger.net uh, zenhabits.net even leadpages.net is the main site and so those are th- some things to think about as well also social media accounts you want to put you know are those available too at the domain name that you're getting there's a lot of things to consider here um, but i wouldn't let one or two of those things stop you from moving forward if you really think it's an idea that you like you know it's not trademarked and you can use it and uh, it just seems to work with with you and your audience so, Sammy, I know I, I don't have a specific formula, and I know it's hard because there's a lot of variables involved, but I think that gives you some ideas on brainstorming and how to sort of move forward after that. So, Sammy, thank you so much for your question. I really appreciate it. An Ask Pat t-shirt is headed your way. For those of you listening, if you have an Ask Pat t-shirt, no, that's weird. <laughs> that came out wrong. If you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show and you'd like to get an Ask Pat t-shirt as a result, there you go. You can head on over to askpat.com. I also want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks. Again, with FreshBooks, you can create professional-looking invoices. You can capture and track expenses. You can get your profit, loss, and all your balance statements and all that stuff, especially when tax season comes around. It's just going to be so much easier, and you're going to 
you're going to really thank yourself for getting involved with FreshBooks. Um, and it even has an award-winning mobile app, so you can do things on the go. So if you go to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How'd You Hear About Us section, uh, you can get a free trial and start today. And I also want to end with a quote, as I always do. And this quote today comes from Sally Hogshead, amazing woman. I've seen her speak on stage before. And she says this, any idea is only as valuable as its ability to solve a problem. Thank you, Sally. Thank you to everybody out there listening. I appreciate you. Please leave a review on iTunes if you have the time. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.